Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the weekend edition of the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. Here's what's happening this week in America. Troops deployed, suspect identified, economy growing, and the Beatles release a new song. That's all coming up. Then Bill will be here with your message of the day. But first, the Pentagon says 900 U.S. troops have deployed or are deploying to the Middle East. These forces are from Fort Bliss, Texas, Fort Sill, Oklahoma, Fort Liberty, North Carolina, and Fort Cavazos in Texas. Reports are that Israeli tanks have briefly entered Gaza. And Hamas says, by the way, I don't believe anything Hamas says. I only report it to you so you are aware of the propaganda they are putting out. But they say that 50 of the 220 or so hostages have been killed by the Israeli airstrikes, they say. More information of the mass murder, the suspected mass murder in Maine. The shootings were in two locations, not three. That was originally reported. At least 18 people dead, 13 injured in Lewiston, Maine. He's wanted for eight counts of murder because eight of the victims have been identified and their families notified. I'm not going to say his name here. I don't want to give him or any mass shooters any notoriety. If you live near Maine, you know his name. He's 40. He enlisted in the U.S. Army Reserves. And it was reported that he was a firearms instructor at first, but that seems not to be the case. Officials say he heard voices and threatened to shoot up a military base in Maine and was sent to a mental health facility for two weeks this last summer. The Army Reserve said he was, quote, behaving erratically and was sent to an Army hospital at West Point. The U.S. economy grew way too fast last quarter, 4.9% in the three months ending in September. That, That means way higher interest rates are coming because the Fed needs to slow down the economy much more than this. It was 2.1 growth the previous quarter. Now, usually, of course, growth is good, but when inflation is a major issue, then it is not. The Bureau of Economic Analysis says people spent more money on medical appointments, prescription drugs, eating out, and cars. The last Beatles song is going to be released on November 2nd. This song comes from a batch of unreleased demos that were written by John Lennon, Two of those songs were released in the 90s by the rest of the band, Free as a Bird and Real Love. They wanted to release this song, but the technology wasn't there to do it. But now we have the technology to separate Lennon's original vocals from the piano in the demo. McCartney and Ringo completed the track. The song is Now and Then, released on November 2nd. And friendly reminder, you can read all about John Lennon in Bill O'Reilly's book, Killing the Legends. I'm Mike Slater. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Bill O'Reilly's here with your message of the day. Next. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. If you want to understand why American society is declining so quickly, 
Consider New York City, where more than 36% of school children are chronically absent from class. The stat is almost impossible to comprehend even if you did well in math. More than one-third of all the students in NYC public schools rarely show up. And absolutely no one is doing anything about it. Obviously, the derelict parents don't give a whit about their kids. That could never have happened in my house or most likely yours. The disobedient child would have been disciplined. But today, there is little societal punishment for anything. Social disorder is accepted by progressive government, responsible parenting not even encouraged in many places. The result is a permanent underclass of criminals. You see it now. Young males eagerly entering into violent drug gangs where criminal acts are a way of life. Most of these miscreants are unable to earn a living or even utter a comprehensive sentence. They're covered with tattoos, communicate using constant obscenities, and could not care less who they harm. Sell fentanyl? Bring it on. This is urban America today. Again, who is doing anything about it other than good people in social occupations? Any politician bringing it up? Not that I know of. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. All right, let's go to the mail. Lauren Patrick, Boca Raton, Florida. O'Reilly, thank you for your coverage on Israel. I feel so hated by the media as a Jewish American. Thank you for making me feel understood. I've always been a fan, but now you are basically my hero. Well, I appreciate that, Lauren, but you might, some perspective for you, okay? 70% of Americans support Israel. Uh, that's a big number. 70% according to polls. Number two, the media always does the negative thing. Always. And the progressive far left hates Israel. So you combine the two and that's why you're getting what you're getting. Number three, there is anti-Semitism. There is. There's no doubt about it. But most Americans particularly Christians, really despise that. So I'm glad you're watching, Lauren. Uh, I hope that is a little bit of comfort. Kathleen Concierge, member, I believe any person in Congress who spews hatred and defends Hamas should be ousted from office. There's no mechanism for that. I mean, you can't just oust somebody from Congress. They have to be voted out by their constituents or violate the law. You can't just kick them out. Um, Vit Sochidal, Vancouver, Canada. Hey, Bill, in today's memo, you said Israel must comply with the Geneva Convention if they enter the terrorist-infested Gaza. I do not think that Hamas savages bother to comply with the convention while murdering civilians. But I don't understand the letter. You're not saying that Israel should act like Hamas, Vit. I know you're not. You're a long-time watcher of this program. You don't sink to that level. You've got to maintain your righteousness. Now, 100% Israel has to destroy Hamas, but it should be done surgically. In a moment, something you might not know. Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. 
the American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com slash Bill. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash B-I-L-L. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. President Biden's poll numbers continue to drop as the administration veers from one crisis to the next. Despite his sagging approval, the president is raising a staggering amount of money for his reelection. Filing show the Biden campaign took in more than $71 million in the third quarter of this year. By contrast, Donald Trump raised $45 million, Ron DeSantis $12 million. So who is propping Mr. Biden up financially? Well, most of it comes from entertainment, media, and big tech. Here's a partial list. The Soros family, Father George and son Alex, have given nearly $4 million to Democrats this election cycle. Other donors to Mr. Biden include Steve Jobs' widow, Laureen Powell, sports executive Casey Wasserman, casino magnate Neil Bloom, real estate developer Kurt Rappaport, billionaire Chaim Sabin, and philanthropist Ellen Bronfman Hopman. Each gave the maximum legal amount of $1 million directly to the Biden camp. They donated millions more to super PACs and other liberal organizations. The money man inside the president's circle is Jeffrey Katzenberg. The entertainment mogul has ties to Steven Spielberg, Disney, Sony, the Clintons, the Obamas, on and on. Katzenberg has produced more than 60 movies and 12 TV shows. If you work in Hollywood and old Jeff calls, you had better write a check to Joe Biden. Said Katzenberg last week, quote, the momentum is continuing to build for Biden. The stakes of the election are becoming clearer and the choice could not be more distinctive. All of our investment today is focused on those strategic, important places, states that are going to be where this race will be won or lost, unquote. And here's something else you might not know. The most expensive election in history was just three years ago. According to the FEC, the first contest between Joe Biden and Donald Trump cost more than $7 billion. The price tag for the 24 rematch will be even higher. Back after this. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. 
The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. That is the weekend edition of the O'Reilly Update. For more news and honest analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com.